Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Daniel Na. Yes, Matt. No, I already did that joke. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do a different one. No, I got another. Just hi. I'm here. <laughs> well, you are not the mastermind of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, Guess what we're talking about? Is it DreamWorks Mastermind? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. We're talking about Mastermind from DreamWorks. The hit Will Ferrell uh, animated movie where he plays a villain who becomes good? I think. Because he likes a woman a lot? Is Mastermind an incel? Uh, I think all the people we're talking about are probably incels. Actually, you know what? This guy isn't an incel because he has a child at one point. Uh, so. well. Which is the opposite of an incel because incels yes. don't have children. Very true. What do you think Mastermind is? What's he look like? Well, Does he have a big blue head? Kind of lanky. He's got a big. He's blue. He's got a big head. Uh, do, does he? Does he look like a really lame version of Sherlock Holmes? God, Holmes? I hope so. Okay. Well, uh, you didn't guess. White guy who smokes. Oh boy, yeah, jeez. <laughs> he looks like an old white dude. You seen an old white dude before? Guess what? That's what old mastermind looks like. Guess what his real name is? Probably something like John Smarts. No, it's Jason Wingard. I was pretty close. Yep. That's the uh, Jace John Smarts of England. <laughs> so his occupation is professional criminal former carnival mentalist and former subversive i don't know what that last one is um it's it's basically just like anyone who spreads like subversive information oh okay yeah just another word for people. It's just another word for woke people. I'm joking. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you know Mastermind, he's hella woke. Oh, is he bae? No, not at all. In fact, he's kind of gross and sleazy. He is single. Hmm. Uh, and. Ready to mingle. Ready. Well, yeah. And uh, his first appearance was in X-Men. Number four, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Okay, respectable. Feature featuring the return of the dreaded Magneto. Classic, yeah. Yeah. In March, nineteen sixty-four. That's a that's totally a totally a cover. Oh wow! All right. So, the thing I want to bring attention to, X-Men number three, Beware of the Blob cover. Um, like, someone, like, really lovingly drew the Beast's feet. There. Yeah, I was gonna comment on the lovingly renditioned feet. Like, cause, like, everything else is kind of, kind of, like, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say it, kind of, like, a low detail. Yeah. But, like, the bare feet on the, on the page are just really rendered. Yeah, the, uh, the the two highest uh, fidelity parts of this image are definitely the beast's feet just right on the blob's chest, and then 
the blob's foot also is actually fairly prominent in this boy. <laughs> okay, but yeah, he is actually a early X-Men villain. Very. I, I gathered that from being in issue number four, yeah. The Brotherhood of Evil, featuring yeah. the return of Magneto. Yeah, the dreaded Magneto. The dreaded Magneto. Yeah. So nothing much is known about the mastermind's life before working as a carnival mentalist. Uh, he enlisted um, as a member of the Brotherhood of Evil. And uh, at this time, Magneto sought to protect his fellow super uh, superhuman mutants from persecution from normal human beings by conquering humanity and ruling the world himself. Yeah. Makes, makes sense. Yeah. Tracks. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Obviously, it worked. Yeah. And humans never was racist against uh, mutants ever again. Well, if Magneto had had taken over the world, probably would have. The other brotherhood of the other brotherhood members were allies in the pursuit of his goal, and uh, the, he battled the original X Men repeatedly. But they, but the original X Men continually thwarted Magneto and his Brotherhood of Evil. Oh wait, I should say Brotherhood of Evil Mutants because Brotherhood of Evil is, as uh, has a French monkey and a brain and a jaw jar who's super gay for each other in DC. Right? Yeah. yeah. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. DC really say. loves gorillas, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think I counted. There's, I think five. There one time there was five prominent gorilla. That's Characters. so many. You have oh. Superman. He can lift up buildings. Why do you have gorillas as your villains? That's not scary. To be fair, Gorilla Grodd is a great villain. Okay, yes, but for different reasons. <laughs> What's wrong with a super intelligent ape with with, telecon- with telepathic powers who is also super evil? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Tell me. I mean, I guess nothing if you're, like, fighting elementary schools. Yeah, it's whatever. To be fair, I could fight elementary schools. Actually, wait. Not, probably not an entire one. I mean, they've got some numbers. I, I would say I could probably fight an entire preschool at the right time of day. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah, it's just nap time. You take him by surprise, like the Trojan no, horse. No, right, right after nap time. Uh, you don't but, want it right after nap time, because now they're energized. They've had their nap. Wait, after lunch, then? Yeah. Okay, after lunch, before nap time. Yeah, right? That's the critical moment to strike. That's that's whenever you could pick up a four-year-old and throw it out to the one really easily. 2,000 years later. Magneto attempted to enlist the enigmatic alien being known as the Stranger as an ally. Angered, the Stranger transformed Mastermind into stone and trans- transported Magneto uh, to another planet. Eventually, Magneto returned to normal. I mean, Mastermind returned to normal and uh, joined the Factor 3, an organization, another organization of superhuman mutants bent on world conquest. But then Mastermind and his allies joined uh, the X-Men and defeating the um, 
Factor Three's leader after realizing he was extraterrestrial uh, beings. So, you know, it's like whenever you're just like, "Hey, you you guys want to destroy the world with me, right?" And then one of them's just like, "Hey, I'm from another country," and you're just like, "Hey, screw you! I'm going to destroy you." I want to destroy this world, but I want to destroy my world. Damn it! Not get get out of here, you foreigner! Get out of here, foreigner! I want to ruin my own country. <laughs> so he joined the Hellfire Club and um, uses mutant powers and artificial means to alter the personality of Jean Grey psionically, so she would become the Black Queen. Uh, so they didn't know this, but it was actually the Phoenix Force in the form of Jean Grey because they needed a way to take away all the blame of her doing really evil stuff as Dark Phoenix. Yep. And then, like, he basically helped make her Dark Phoenix. Then she was just like, oh, person who is weaker than me, I'm gonna blow up your brain and pour the cosmos in it, you dummy. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a raptor god. Get out of my head, you dummy. And then that's what happened. He was able to cope. And, uh, and fell into a catatonic state. And then the inner circle from the Alcalad Fire Club was just like, hey, look at this guy to coma. He can't be part of our club. <laughs> <laughs> and then he eventually became, like, normal again. But felt tormented because he was, like, uh, you know, not as powerful as he used to be and everything. Well, that happens when you get older. And then he wanted to take revenge on the X-Men. And he did it by, like, making Wolverine sad by making his Japanese girlfriend not want to marry him. <laughs> nice. Because, let me remind everyone, Wolverine is a weeb. A 100%, 10,000% a weeb. Yeah. The, okay, one of the things that made me, like, laugh at a point, point I probably shouldn't have when I was watching Logan was, like, he was in, because it showed his bedroom, and, like, how everything was just a repair, and he just had his sword up on the wall, I'm just like, <laughs> I'd like to imagine that just above that sword, he has a poster of Hatsune Miku. <laughs> of course he did. He was just like, there's two things I like in this world, it's my sword, and Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I, I, I care for no other decoration. <laughs> Two thousand years later. Yeah, and then he tried to kill Madeline Pryor, who was married to Cyclops at the time. <sighs> and then, like, they defeated him because he's a bold man who <laughs> probably could who probably could stand up to be strong, massive feet. So, he, to to backtrack just slightly, he wants to take uh, revenge on the X-Men because Jean Grey poured the cosmos into his head and put him in a coma because he messed with her brain and turned her evil. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I follow that through line all the way back to the end. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's the through line. Is it me who messed up? No. It's the children. <laughs> I like this note. Mastermind often uses powers to give him the illusionary, illusionary handsome appearance. Both real and illusionary uh, physical appearances are listed here. Okay. Okay. You ready to see peak human performance? I am. I mean, physical performance? Let's see the Chad. So, 
This, so this is the Virgin Mastermind and the Chad Mastermind, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's just go through the Virgin Mastermind. He is 5'10", mm-hmm. weighs 140, and has has black hair and black gray uh, hair. I mean, black eyes and black gray hair. Okay. So now we have the Chad Mastermind, which is the... Six six two weighs one ninety, has gray eyes and brown hair. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, so he possesses the normal human strength of a person who engage uh, of a person his age who engages in no regular exercise. Oh jeez. Oh boy. <laughs> Gosh golly. <laughs> However, are we going to deal? He can like make people see stuff and hear stuff and taste stuff and or hear stuff that doesn't exist. Um, so basically, it can make people feel like they ran into a wall, even though there's not a wall there. It just make people laugh at him because they're sure. so dumb. <laughs> um, he can uh, without artificial aids. He cannot really. He can. Uh, he can. He can only cause, like, one person to have those illusions. But with more, he can do it with, uh, within the rate. Uh, he can extend his powers, like, over a city. Apparently. Um, he apparently, so he helped, uh, Magneto capture the Latin American nation of Santo Marco. We need to remember that he was also a Silver Age villain. So, like, there almost nothing makes sense until after a certain point. Sure. Oh, okay, so we can also make an illusion where people know it's illusion, but they still feel it. So, like, they can't, like... So, like, he can make a wall, and everyone will be like, that's fake, but they can't walk through it because, like, their mind... I mean, like, their body thinks it's a wall. Sure, yeah. Although that's that a thing. does raise some, like, philosophical questions about the nature of reality. I guess. I mean, sure. You can feel it, and you can sense it. Is it really is it really fake still if it's there and you can't get around it? Yes, no. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. We'll have to tune in next time for Master Philosopher to to answer that question. Yep, we are on the master the master and person who starts with P, so it could be philosopher. Mm. It could be. I mean we don't know yet. He has like a mind tap mechanism. That makes him more powerful. Yeah. What do you think about him? I mean, sounds like he should find a better hobby. Like, he could just be... he Like, for real, like, he could just be a street magician. Yeah. yeah wait, yeah, he, he was a mentalist in the car. Why was he a mentalist if he has illusion he could, magic? He could be... Okay, okay, here's the thing he could do. Chris Angel, but better. Yeah. So he can mind freak people. No, but yeah, if he like has actual like illusion magic, why was he doing like mentalism though? Like, why was he not a stage magician that like I don't know made tigers disappear and stuff? Because that probably makes because that sounds better than I'm a stage magician. <laughs> I'm a mentalist. Does it? Because you're a mentalist at the carnival. So yeah, but I mean, don't you respect carnies like I do? <laughs> so do you want to hear about the other masterminds? Sure. So, here's one mastermind. He was a sentient computer and enemy of Captain Britain. He's a second mastermind. 
there's no there's literally no information on him except that he was in Captain Britain. Uh none can harm him in December nineteen seventy six. Well, what else do you need to know? None can harm him. None can harm him. <laughs> uh then the third one, his daughter? The computer's daughter? No, no, the original one. Okay. It's his daughter involved in the Sisterhood of Mutants. And, I mean, she's basically, imagine, a sexy murder woman, but also powers? Seems pretty standard fare, yeah, alright. Yeah. Came out in 95, and it makes sense because... Yeah, she has lots of pouches in the picture I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Is this, uh... Is this a thing? Um... Sisterhood of Evil Mutants. Sisterhood of Evil Mutants? When did that start? Oh, I like this. Okay, so it has... Um, Chimera, Spiral, Lady Deathstrike, and uh, Lady Mastermind, who is her sister, who is also a Mastermind daughter. Wait, so there's <sighs> Mastermind 3 and also Lady Mastermind. Yeah. Wow. Y'all need to, like... Well, they're both daughters, and they both got their dad's power. All right, but like, get can you like you get a, like a PR agent or something like an SEO optimizer maybe like what are you guys doing? Come on. Her name's Reagan Wingard. How so? Very yeah. nice. <laughs> She's also a person who was in the. Uh, I. I don't like her costumes. They don't make sense, and they're very overly sexy for no reason. But not in, like, a real sexy way, but, like, in a confusingly sexy way. I'm just like, I guess someone would be into- It's psychological warfare. She's getting inside your head, so her illusions will work better. That's not how clothes work. So, she first appeared in, um, Extreme X-Men in December 2001. Which is what we needed after 9-11, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about masterminds of sorts. Great. Yeah, so. Yeah, what do you think? Well, what do you think oh. about all the masterminds we talked about today? I feel like my life is richer for knowing them and that I am a better person now. Yeah, I'm done talking about masterminds. Is this another mediocre white guy? Um, I guess, uh, I guess we can get on the plug, so what, what do you have? Cool, um, well, if you like the hit children's series The Animorphs, but hate to use your eyes to read, you can visit audiomorphs.podbean.com or search Audiomorphs on iTunes and listen to me read it to you. Yep, he has a smooth, silky voice that totally doesn't need the same same voice for all the lady characters. We try our best out here on Automorphs.
yeah, if you'd like to listen to me read off facts about cryptids, you could listen to Creepy Critters where I talk about cryptids. You know, if you want. They had, uh, also have a Instagram, at Marvelous Mooch. And, uh, you know, there's other links to social media stuff in the description. So, you know, look at that if you'd like. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to Alphabet Flight. And uh, may Madcap show you how truly meaningful life is. Bye. See ya.